Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hi, and welcome to Homework, the first marketing podcast that is actually not about marketing. Together, we will explore the good, the bad, the ugly, the extraordinary of the challenges involved of integrating work and life with some of our industry most interesting people. Today, I'm super excited because we have Lisa Sherman, the president and CEO of the Ad Council. Lisa is a legend in our industry with experience from Verizon to Viacom, pretty much every single big company. And and she's joined by wife, Julie Lichtenstein, who's been 30 years a therapist specializing in adolescents and young adults. So welcome. Welcome to Homework. Thank Happy you. Happy to be here. So why don't we start at the at the very beginning. How did you guys meet? So, well, I'll start speaking for, for Lisa. Many years ago, I guess it would be 10 or 11 years now, Lisa sat down to a meeting with my sister. And as I understand it, they got along swimmingly. And halfway through the meeting, my sister closed her professional folder and said to Lisa, You've got to meet my sister. And then that really captured my imagination. And I was very happy to put the business aside. And then we went on to a whole exploration about her sister. And I concluded similarly that I should meet her. And uh, we set up our first meeting where her sister was present, although I didn't realize that she hadn't told her sister that this was sort of a, a setup. And so I really <laughs> felt like Julie sort of just did it because she was, she had to. She, she basically told me now later afterward, after the fact, she hadn't showered or anything. She just was sort of after a busy day, walked to the restaurant. And I thought, wow, this is the first person I've really felt connected to in a very long time. But it certainly didn't seem like the feeling was mutual. <laughs> In my mind, it was a business meeting, and I was the armchair quarterback, and so I sat back and observed. (laughs) 
like a good therapist that you Precisely. are. Precisely. <laughs> I'm a very good listener. And so that's what I did. And I nodded a lot and I tried to smile, but that was not the most interesting of our first meetings. So I think I thought I, I sent her a nice note the next day. I was, did my best to be my charming self in, at that dinner. And I just really was feeling a little bit dejected because I really wanted to have another conversation and meeting with Julie. And I guess we kept in touch very, very briefly on email, but I was determined to sort of stay on her radar. And interestingly enough, it was right when one of the new, I think the New York marriage decision had come down. And because at the time I was working at Logo TV and I was technically a professional lesbian at that point, <laughs> I was in, in the loop <laughs> on all of newsworthy things that would come out that were relevant to our audience. And so I read the opinion and it was just beautiful. So I thought, hmm this would be a good reason to reach out to Julie. So I forwarded her the opinion and I said something like, I'm just so elated by this positive news. I want you wanted to share the opinion and the beautiful language they used to describe why they made the decision that they did. And I hit send and literally within three minutes, what happened? I sent back an email saying, in the name of fabulous decisions and beautiful language, I think we should meet for a drink. And the rest is history. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so Julie, what attracted you of, of Lisa? I, I would be easier to answer what didn't attract me, which is very little. I, Lisa was vibrant, exciting, worldly, wise, beautiful, fun, really invested in the world and in things that also matter to me. Gay rights is one of the things that brought us together. It's one of the things that we both feel passionately about. We like to think that we, we, we do think that we do a tremendous amount for our community, the, the queer community, Lisa on a broad scale, one person at a time. And so it just felt like we really understood one another from the get-go. I felt very seen by her and really excited by the prospect of having this wonderful person in my life. Lucky me. And Lisa, what, what attracted <laughs> you of Julie? That first night, something just moved me, honestly. It was her intelligence. Even though she said she didn't speak that much when she had something to say, it was definitely worth hearing. She seems super down to earth and very real and authentic, and that's very important to me. She had a daughter and the way she spoke about her daughter and I saw the relationship that she had with her sister, you know, family is very important to me. And so that really was, was a very positive thing. And we are both Jewish and I always wanted to have a, a partner who shared the same religion as me. I had not had that previously. And so there were just so many things and I thought she was very attractive. I just didn't think she was interested at the time. <laughs> It's great. What a beautiful story. You guys, I cannot even imagine. I mean, you guys are incredibly busy. And, and on top of that, Julie, you have a daughter. How do you guys make it work when it comes to the balance between work, family, self? How, how does it work at, at, at your household? We walk, a, we walk a high wire. How does it work at our house? 
we have found a way, and we don't even really speak of it that much, but we have found a way to divide and conquer. Lisa often says we play to our strengths. So yes, we both have very busy work lives, but we also have made a huge commitment to having very meaningful and committed family lives and lives with our chosen families, our our close friends. And so we set boundaries. We, you know, I, I am a person who loves food shopping and cooking, and Lisa is much handier around the house. We always talk about how fortunate we both are. I brought the two-legged child and she brought the four-legged child. So we have a very well-rounded family and we share the nurturing roles as well. And, And sometimes we do it better than others, Antonio, just to be perfectly honest. It's very tough. And, you know, I think we try and just pay attention to when we're out of balance to the extent that you can never be fully in balance and just try and adjust as we go. And life happens, right? Life intervenes. You can have the best plans and then stuff happens. Somebody gets sick, somebody passes away. You know, we're trying to get our daughter into college. That's a whole separate conversation for another podcast. But I think it's at the end of the day, having our priorities in, in like aligned and just staying true to them to the extent that we can. So tell me about life with Lisa for you, life with an amazing woman that has an amazing daughter. And how did it work for you? Is a is an important conversation that is incredibly topical and, and normal in today's life. I, I have to say that the reason why I am successful is because my wife Ashley was able to accept and nourish my three older daughters to a level that that has made us the family that 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 we are. How did it work out for you guys? Well, I always was someone who thought I would have children and always wanted to have children. But when you're in a relation, a gay relationship, you have to be pretty intentional about making that happen. And it doesn't happen very easily. And so I was never the driver of that in previous relationships. And therefore, when I met Julie, I did not have a a child. So to meet somebody who also had a child at, at an age where I could really be connected was just like the bonus. It just made the whole thing that much sweeter. And, you know, it's really trying, I, for me, I know I'm very clear, I am not her mother. I am, I, I hate referring to stepmother, but, you know, it's it's just a different role. And so I really, I think, understood that, you know, because I'm not her mother, there are certain boundaries that I want to live by. Um, and there's certain places where I can lean in and where I can't. But I will tell you that I just fell in love with Jordan almost immediately. She was the perfect kid for me in every way. She was fun. She has a great sense of humor. She's playful. She's smart. She's great teasing. And I don't know, we just we just hit it off. And I'd like to think Jordan has, you know, benefited from having, you know, another person in the mix besides Julie and her other mother, who is her other mother. There's a lot of women in Jordan's <laughs> life, but I think I think we've made it work. And I know for me, I am I am definitely the richer for it. That's beautiful. Um th- Julie, you're in a in a very special 
position nowadays. We just finished a pandemic. You're interacting with a lot of adolescent and young adults. These are the same people that are coming to work in our industry. In what way has this pandemic affected this important population and, 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 and what should we be paying attention to? That is a great question. We've been saying throughout the pandemic that the pandemic has had its most devastating effect on seniors, senior citizens, seniors in college, seniors in high school. And so I'll speak to the, 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 the latter two. One of the ways the pandemic has affected them is they have lost so much. They've lost what they expected. They've lost celebrations. They've lost the late adolescence and early adulthood that they expected. Young adults have lost you know, water cooler conversation. They've lost the opportunity to have role models at work. They've lost in-person dating for a qu quite a period of time. And they've lost innocence more quickly than they should have. And so you know, I think we can see as a, as a culture as a whole that this is a population that is, is going to be challenged by some of the things that we would hope they wouldn't have been challenged by in the coming years. And I also think that what they've learned is sort of how to get through the toughest of times and that they will also bring that to your business, to, to, to wherever they go in life, that if they could survive this, if they could lose their adolescence and young adulthood and come through on the other side, that we have a formidable generation here who will build our future. What should we be paying attention to? Because the things that you mentioned are critically important in the in the way that 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 people like Lisa and I developed our careers, mentoring, water cooler conversations, workmates, all, all all that that is so essential, or at least it was essential for me for us. What what should we do about it? I'm a person who believes that connection is lifeblood. And so what I would say is you should, we should reach out to that generation, to th these communities, make connection, build relationships, offer them what they might have gotten had they been able to show up at work or finish their college on a campus. I, I, I think that's most, that they're looking for role models. They're looking for connection. You're saying create experiences for them to have some of the things that they missed as they go forward now, I think. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Yes. Yeah, Lisa, you're you're in a in also in a very special sort of position. Julie seeing it one one on one, you're seeing it at two levels. One because you have an organization to take care of, and also you are engaging with the industry on a day to day basis. What are you seeing as to the challenges of this population and how you particularly or specifically are dealing with it? So, you know, we've really struggled with this question because I think coming out of the pandemic, we were all looking forward to getting back to the office. But then I think many folks were saying, you know, not so fast. And every time at the Ad Council, at least, we had a plan to bring people back. Another variant was surging and people got nervous again. So about three weeks ago, we just brought the entire organization back to the office for the first time in over two years. And it was the most joyous and fun experience that I think we've all had in a very long time related to work. People were genuinely happy to see each other. People were meeting people for the first time. We intentionally didn't go heavy on the work content because what we really wanted to do was really build bonds and get people to just be together and, and start to build the basis of relationships or to renew relationships and form the trust that I believe is so critical to all the work that we do. We're a relationship organization. We're a relationship industry. And you could be the smartest person in the room, but if you don't have good relationships, you'll never be as effective as I think any of us would want to be. And so we tried to create that. We went out on a taco boat on the Hudson and It was awesome. We took a group picture in front of the Statue of Liberty. People were so happy. And I actually believe, and if this is helpful to others, that 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 sort of forcing the interaction, I think, got people thinking, you know, this was really great. I think I really want to come back after Labor Day and start to spend more time with my colleagues. And so coming off of Labor Day, we're going to probably do two days where we're going to say, we're going to all be in the office and we hope you'll join us. We're not mandating it, but let's, let's, let's keep the momentum going from the summer summit and, and let's, let's do that a day or two a week and then really meet with purpose. You know, don't sit at your desk. Those days would not be days filled with sitting at your desk on zoom. It would be collaboration time and we would create meetings so that People will continue to have that experience. And then when you need to be on Zoom, you can do that from home or wherever it is you choose to be. So that's sort of where we are right now. Um, and I think that our experience is, is quite similar to what I'm hearing and seeing from many, many colleagues. To my point, connection is also the lifeblood of, of industry. Yeah, for sure. Right. The, the, the interesting 
the thing or the interesting moment that we're living is that nobody has all the answers, but everyone is experimenting and giving their best shot. And I, t- I tend to be an optimist. So I think that in, in two years time, we're going to have so many experiments out there with results to draw upon that we're going to be able to figure out because there's a, there's a need for balance. And this is the conversation that I'm, I'm, I'm having on and on and on. There is the newer generation, what Julie was referring to that needs connection and it's dying because they miss their, 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 their graduation because they miss their senior year. They're dying to be in an office environment. Then there are the moms that found a better way of working to spend more time at home with kids while working. Then there are going back to one of my passion projects, diverse population that decided to go to their to their hometowns to spend time with their community and have become significantly happier and more productive at work because of doing that. We're going to figure out a way of creating the right environment so that everybody needs what they need and at the same time that we're productive. You know, I think, look, to me, this whole new way of thinking and working is silver lining that have, that's come out of the pandemic. It's so clear to me that there's not just one way to do this. I was of the the mind that you had to be in the office to do good work. And honestly, we did some of the best work. I would say the best work in the history of the Ad Council, fully remote during COVID when we just had to figure stuff out. And so I do think that that we're onto something better. And and I think we'll, as you say, Antonio, we'll experiment our way into what that ultimately looks like. Julie, what are the watch outs? What are the things that we should be careful of when when we're talking about the young people entering the workforce? You you already mentioned the things that we should do. What are the things that we should be worried about or or, or look look for? I think perhaps we should be worried about or we should look for young people who are going to try to spend their time and their energies getting back on track, on the track that they thought they should be on, and are going to look for how to be what, how to have the lives and to live as they thought they were supposed to, as opposed to using this time, using what they've learned, um, taking this silver lining and building lives for themselves, professional lives, personal lives, worldly lives, where they can benefit from what they've learned. So one of the things I would look out for is, you know, I've, I've, that the, the people, the young people who say, I'm off the track and I'm never going to get back on. The other thing that we, of course, should be um, looking out for are the tremendous mental health issues that are that that young people that we are all confronted with, but that young people are feeling and living. And many, most dare I say, don't have the resources to get the type of support they need to be understood in terms of where they're at. And so, and unfortunately, the Ad Council is uh, taking on young adult mental health as one of their primary issues this year, and it could not be more important. She's my publicist, Antonio. She sells the stuff at the Ad Council for me. <laughs> I I could not uh, agree more. I think we need to be 
incredibly vigilant. This coming from a, a guy that just came back from Puerto Rico, seeing his younger brother who suffers from schizophrenia. He was the valedictorian at his senior class. And, and, and it is just a terrible illness and we need to take care of, of our young. And I think coming out of the pandemic, anything that we can do to improve our resources for mental health is something that we should we should definitely do. Um, I, I have one more one more question for you guys. I'll, I'll start with with you, Lisa. When when you were in your early twenties and you had visions for what life was going to be like at your current moment, in what way are they similar or different? Well, I think what is my my vision. You know, I'm a pretty traditional person, and so I always imagined, despite the fact that I. Know, knew that I was gay, that I would be able to live a happy, healthy life with a with a great partner. Never sure I could have gotten married, which we have, but so that was a, a surprise, a happy surprise. But I imagine living a, tr a fairly traditional, as we knew it, life. And now we have, you know, the we have a daughter, we have a dog, we've, you know, got the white picket fence. Um, and, uh, I, that was something that I thought would happen. And I, I, I was on my vision board and it, it has happened. And that makes me very happy. The thing that's different is, you know, and you probably think about this too. When I started my career, most often people would stay at the same company for many, many years. I started at AT&T back in the day in a management trading program where people stayed for 35, 40, 45 years, their parents were members of the telephone company. And I just imagined that that would be my trajectory. And for a number of reasons, it didn't turn out that way. I ended up leaving after 17 years um, and then had a number of really amazing experiences, whether it was starting my own business or working at an ad agency or going to Viacom to launch Logo or now ultimately ending up at what I think is the best job on the planet, that was very different. And honestly, I will tell you that every one of those moves, some of them were intentional, some of them were not intentional. They all led me to the next best place. And I am a big advocate for making change and when it comes to, to career, because I think you learn more from different people in different cultures. And it's for me, it's been a huge, it's been a huge benefit. Love it. How about you, Julie? I also was raised in a in a traditional family, the the oldest of three children. Um, I have wonderful parents. I'm happy to say they are still alive and well. God yes, bless. absolutely. And what I what the most important thing to my parents was raising a healthy family, and they did. And it was my dream always to do the same. So when I came out to myself in my 20s, I sort of thought all was lost in that regard, that I would be a disappointment to my, to my parents and a disappointment to myself. And alongside that, I thought, well, if I'm going to be a disappointment in that way, I better be very successful academically and professionally. And in order to do that, um, I took the very expected road of being a good student, going to college, going to graduate school. I did try on a couple of careers and ultimately found my way to this one, but not before I tried to go the very traditional route. I'm, I was a, I'm a certified elementary educator and I went to law school for a while and I thought 
these are the ways I'm going to please my parents. And ultimately, I found what I do. I have relationships for a living. I love that. And lo and behold, I also have the wonderful relatively traditional family, we can say that in the 21st century, that I always dreamed of and our families are are joined and connected. I feel really, really fortunate. And that was unexpected. That's wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Julie and Lisa, for sharing your story. You're great people and, and, and an amazing couple. I would love to spend more time with you guys as a couple because I know Lisa. I don't know you, Julie. So thank you very much for spending the time and sharing your story with us today. Thanks for asking. Thank you, Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to Homework, part of the AdBeat Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Monica Bernal, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGibney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content, so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 